This is the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. What's going on, Tiger fans? Today is May 25th, and welcome to the 16th episode of the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. I'm your host, Drew Archer, and let's talk some ball. Well, it was another huge weekend in Clemson, South Carolina this past weekend. Um, Similar to the spring game weekend where you had a baseball series in the spring game going on, there was a lot of of people in town, a buzz in the air, Uh, and it was the same this past weekend with the softball team hosting their second consecutive regional, uh, as well as the men's team at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Uh, wrapping up the regular season against North Carolina. Um, There were a lot of people. It was a lot of fun, great weather uh, all weekend long. Um, It just, you hate to see, like, obviously we play for this moment to get into postseason, but beautiful weather, big crowds, exciting, exciting games out on the field. And that's about it for uh, that's that's definitely it for the regular season. Now we'll talk a little bit of regional and super regional talk here with the baseball team here in a little bit, but sadly it's coming to an end. The final regular season baseball uh, series, and this was at least from from my vantage point in the Cajun Cafe. This game, this crowd was like a a South Carolina series. I did not go Thursday night, uh, but I was in Clemson Friday and Saturday for the final two games of the series, and tickets were so hard to come by in the Cajun Cafe, which they always are, but someone went to the extent of calling Dabo to call the folks at the Cajun Cafe to see, hey, can we get this person up here? So this past weekend, it was to the point where Dabo had to get involved to get someone a seat up in the Cajun Cafe. Um, I was telling somebody that story the other day, and they're like, well, did uh, was Dabo able to successfully get them up there? I was like, the guy was sitting there. So uh, evidently, Dabo has the pool for the Cajun Cafe. Uh, but regardless, it was a big weekend, an exciting weekend for both the softball and baseball team. Uh, Clemson won their regional. Like we said, they hosted their second consecutive regional. Uh, they defeated UNCG and then played Auburn three games uh, to wrap up the regional there. Tigers went two and or uh, one, two of three against the Fighting War Eagles of Auburn. Uh, Clemson advances to the Norman Super Regional. Um, We'll get into it here in a little bit, but the Tigers have a tall, tall task ahead of them traveling out to Oklahoma to face the number one seed, the number one ranked team, the back-to-back national champion. Um, this is the third, or excuse me, second consecutive year the Tigers have traveled to Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, uh, for a Super Regional. Last year, their first Super Regional appearance, they traveled and faced Oklahoma State, but a big series ahead of the Tigers uh, this weekend. And we got a guest coming in here later to discuss the Oklahoma side of things. And 
I'll, I'll admit, I really only pay attention to Clemson softball, South Carolina a little bit, just because they're our rival and kind of who's around Clemson and who they're playing, either coming up or just past. I didn't know much about Oklahoma, but when you start digging and looking at some of the stats and what they're leading the nation in, which if you haven't looked, they lead the nation in a lot of categories. Uh, they're a very good uh, team here. So uh, big series for the Tigers. Uh, on the baseball side of things, the Tigers sweep UNC to wrap up the regular season. It's their third consecutive conference series sweep and seventh consecutive ACC series win. Who would have thought? I believe they started like two, two and eight maybe in conference play. Get swept by Wake Forest. Tigers have not looked back since getting swept by Wake Forest. Um, the Tigers and the Demon Deacons, odds on favorite to win the ACC tournament, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but a huge turnaround for this program. Something that Eric Backich had, had preached. The team kept their head down. They were confident in what they had there. I went back and was looking at some notes uh, from our very first episode of the Ball Talk Podcast, episode one. If you did not listen, we had Coach Eric Backage on. And he told me that that team that he took in Michigan to the College World Series, this Clemson team, top to bottom, more talented than that team. Now, back in January or early February, whenever this conversation was, he and I had, I mean, sure, that's good to hear. Did I believe it? No. Uh, that's off-season coach speak. You're trying to hype your team up. Uh, but this team, the last month and a half, two months, has been playing like a team that could find its way in the College World Series. And I say fine, but this is a team that will earn its way to the College World Series. They dug themselves a really big hole to start the season out. But week by week, game by game, uh, on the backs of midweek victories against solid opponents, this team has clawed its way back. And right now, my honest opinion, I don't think I don't think that this ACC tournament means anything when it comes to Clemson being a national top eight seed or not. I think. Right now, whether Clemson wins a single game, and I'm recording this on Wednesday, this is 6-10, so the Tigers are about to play their first game against Virginia Tech, which on paper it's meaningless. We'll get into that a little bit, but to air backage in this team, this is not a meaningless game. But I think the Tigers have secured themselves a top eight national seed, which we're talking about hosting regionals and super regionals, which is exciting it's it's been a while since the tigers have hosted um i remember being out there in the stands i i could be totally wrong but i feel like the last time the tigers hosted a regional was seth beer's final game and that was a sad one i remember seeing him hugging his his teammates crying out on the field um it's hard to believe it's been that long since he's gone. It's hard to believe that it's been that long since this great story program has hosted a regional. But 
that's where we're at. That's the conversations we're having right now, um, regardless of really what happens in the ACC tournament. Um, on that note, this team is not taking the tournament lightly. Uh, when you're on a streak like this, you want to keep that momentum going. You want to keep the routine going. You don't want to get out of rhythm. So uh, this team is going to play this just like it's a weekend series. The days may be a little off. You're not playing consecutive days here in the first round or so, but they're going to do their best to keep that momentum going, keep the routine, keep the structure. Uh, the Tigers are the third seed overall in the ACC tournament. A lot of people were asking, well, why aren't they the second seed? They have the second best record in the ACC. Um, it was broken up by division. So the first and second seed go to the Atlantic and Coastal uh, leaders there. So that is why Clemson did not get the two seed. However, they are the three seed paired with number six, Boston College, and number 10, Virginia Tech. Um, Tuesday, uh, Boston College beat Virginia Tech 11-7 to virtually on paper, like we said, making Wednesday's game against the Hokies uh, pointless. Uh, but that is not the mindset of this coaching staff. But before we get into any more baseball, let's talk a little bit of Clemson softball. All right, Clemson softball. Well, obviously we did not do an episode last week. Um, my busy life, my busy schedule kind of got in the way of that. I uh, do apologize for that. But we did uh, put our thoughts out there uh, on Nachos and Analysis Twitter account with how we thought this was going to go. And... I knew Auburn was going to be a tough opponent to face, especially the way that this team kind of finished down the stretch. Uh, I think Clemson kind of built their resume up on teams that were lesser than, not as competitive, not as skilled, uh, not as talented. And when you saw the Tigers face some, some equal to or better competition, they struggled and even lost. Um, and Auburn – has beaten some solid teams in the SEC. It was a tough conference as far as softball this season. They had wins against Alabama, LSU, um, and quite a few other ranked opponents throughout the year. So considering where this team kind of finished the regular season, the quick outing in the ACC tournament, um, there were moments of doubt that I thought that the Tigers might not make it out of this regional uh, but ultimately, I kind of settled on Clemson getting out, Clemson winning, beating Auburn. But I knew, uh, and at least in my prediction, I threw it out there, that it was going to take that seventh game that was an optional game if needed based on what happened in the loser's bracket. And uh, basically, the Tigers had to play a three-game series with um, Auburn. But game one, game one, it had to had to – excite Clemson fans after the the lack of offense, the lack of productivity at the plate uh, as of late. Uh, Tigers beat UNCG in five innings, 17-2. to I remember I was driving Friday when this game was going on to Clemson for the baseball game. Happened to turn it on right as I believe William Quackenbush was calling the game, describing they had scored seven runs in the first inning. And... After I heard that, I'm like, all right, this team, Auburn's going to be a step up from UNCG, but this team has got what it takes offensively uh, to get out of this regional. 
and um, that proved true. Uh, game two, they they even made it look easy against Auburn. Uh, they faced them and won seven to nothing, not giving up a single run. Um, that put Auburn in the losers bracket. Auburn had to play an additional game later that evening, get up early, play Clemson the next day. Um, you thought the Tigers had an advantage in that game just with the um, the rest advantage that they had over Auburn, uh, but Auburn won that game two to five behind their their stellar pitcher, and I think that is ultimately what cost Auburn here in the final game uh, this weekend. They rode that horse till the wheels fell off. She did an excellent job, and I this is poor podcasting here. I can't remember her name to save my life, but that Auburn pitcher did an excellent job. And a combination of that and how much rest and versus how many games they've played in a short period of time com- comparatively to Clemson, um, I think that's what ultimately did. The Tigers win the the final game to win the regional 5-1. to one. Somebody, I can't remember, I might have been on one of the message boards on Tiger Illustrated, said they were at the game. And even after Auburn won that first game on Sunday – they there wasn't a whole lot of celebration. They said from from the dugout and the way they quickly celebrated and got back going, it wasn't quite like we got more business to do. It was more like exhaustion, um, which favored the Tigers there in that five to one victory in the final game. So, what is next? A tall, tall task for this team. The Tigers travel to Norman, Oklahoma, to face top seed Oklahoma. Not a good draw for this Clemson team. They're, this team this team earned the spot they got. Could you argue they should be a couple seedings up and not be the 16th seed paired with Oklahoma? Sure you can. But the fact that Clemson is as low as it is is how it performed down the stretch against a little bit better competition and and basically losing that final series of the regular season. Um, so the Tigers have the reigning back-to-back national champions, Oklahoma Sooners, this Friday, Saturday, and hopefully Sunday. Um, if there is a two-game sweep in this series, it's definitely not going to be Clemson. So that's why I say hopefully there. Uh, the fact that there is a Sunday game is very promising for this Clemson team because that means that they've won one. Um, this Oklahoma team is talented top to bottom. Their pitching staff, current ERA as a team, 0.88. Now, if you remember back uh, probably midway through the season, maybe even a little bit later, this Clemson pitching staff was under uh, one uh, ERA, uh, but not anymore. This Oklahoma team has one loss on the season to Baylor. I believe it was February 19th, their ninth game of the year. Um, this team, This team doesn't know what losing is. The team has been in the spotlight. They've won the big games. They're a number one seed. And is Clemson going to be an easy out? No. 
But uh, this is a tall task for this Clemson team. So uh, big time, big time softball coming up this weekend. Um, that's all I'm going to really touch on that. Uh, we do have a guest today. Uh, it's been a little while since we've had a guest on the show. Uh, Terry Price of OU Softball Home Run Tracker uh, joins the show. He um, he reached out about kind of talking some Clemson, Oklahoma softball, and it just so happened he reached out at just the right time uh, as far as my schedule goes and when I get these episodes out. So um, he was gracious with his time to come on. Um, he was actually doing the interview live from um, – the ballpark there in Atlanta catching a uh, Braves Dodgers game. So um, I haven't listened back to the audio yet. He did. Uh, he did forget his headphones. So at least on my end during the interview, the audio sounded uh, pretty good. So um, if not, bear with us. But uh, it was a good interview. Um, he is very knowledgeable of the huge Oklahoma softball fan. So uh, without further ado, here's Terry Price. All right, joining me today is the man behind OU Softball Home Run Tracker, Terry Price. Thank you for joining me today, Terry. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. I look forward to it. And you're joining me from uh, Atlanta at a baseball game, is that correct? Yeah, I have a workshop tomorrow in uh, Atlanta, so we came in today. We are at uh, the Braves-Dodgers game. Starts here in about 45 minutes. Awesome. Well, hopefully the Braves will pull one out here So. Before we get into everything, um, first off, tell me about the Twitter account and kind of how you got started with that. So back actually in 21, OU starts off and they're on this home run twit tear and everybody's talking about breaking breaking the records. And there's all these accounts that, you know, you know, Oklahoma, just like Clemson, big football school. And uh, all kinds of accounts that are dedicated to football, but there wasn't a lot of accounts that were just dedicated to softball. And so I got this idea, you know what, we're going to track these home runs, track the stats. I'm a math guy. And so I kind of converted my account over, dedicated it to uh, Oklahoma softball and tracking home runs for the Sooners. And obviously 21 was an amazing season last year with Jocelyn breaking the record was another amazing season as far as home runs and uh it's, it's been fun so oklahoma is the number one seed for a reason they they're strong top to bottom from the the plate to their pitching staff with the era of 0.88 um what can clemson fans expect to see out of this really good oklahoma squad well i mean this the ou team is just I don't know. It's just Patty Gasso's done an amazing job of putting something together that you just you don't see on it, it, literally any other team. Uh, you know, something I've talked about on my Twitter account is how OU has ten hitters that are batting over three twenty-five um, and have over over ninety at bats. And you look at the other teams in the in the final 16 in the super regionals. And I think there's one with five, several with four, a lot with two. Bama doesn't have any. Um, And I think that Clemson's kind of on par as far as pitching is concerned. I mean, they've got three great pitchers. 
Um, I'm not sure there's two other teams like Clemson and Oklahoma that have three pitchers they could go to that have the have the stats that they do. And so it's going to be, I think, a great series. I think Clemson's a little bit underrated. Um, maybe their schedule they play, it's not been as good as what some of these other teams, and I think they were kind of downgraded a little bit be, uh, because of that. But uh, you take that Florida State series away, and Clemson had an amazing season. They had an amazing season regardless, but you know, getting swept by Florida State, I think, hurt them a little bit. Yeah, the last week or so of regular season didn't help them out either. You, As a Clemson fan, I wish they would have ended up with the 15 seed considering what happened uh, last weekend. They would have been hosting in, in Clemson. But um, the Sooners have not lost since mid-February, uh, went undefeated in conference play. Uh, who were some of the key players in this Oklahoma squad that the uh, Tigers need to keep an eye out for? So, you know, the, the batting order is going to start off with uh, Jada Coleman and then T.R.A. Jennings. I'm sure every every Clemson fan is very familiar with those two. Um, they're going to get they're going to get the Sooners started. Um, you know, I think both those players were in the top ten of you know National Player of the Year finalists. Um, but some other players outside of that, you know, transfer Haley Lee has been huge for OU at, at the plate. She's basically played the D.H. caught a little bit um, for the Sooners this year. Um, but she's hit some bombs. Um, another player in that lineup is our catcher, Kenzie Hansen. She's uh, uh, an amazing behind the plate, does a good job with those pitchers, and uh, she, she's going to be big for the Sooners. Uh, somebody who you might see come off the bench in a pitch hit situation is also another one of our catchers, Sophia Nugent. I mean, she's hit some absolute bombs this year. Uh, I don't know if she's hit a home run that didn't go over the uh, over the bleachers in the outfield. Uh, she's got a really great bat, and so you'll probably Clemson will probably see her, and that may be a, be a name they're not as familiar with. Knowing this Oklahoma squad, uh, what areas does Clemson need to exploit to make this a competitive series with the Sooners? Well, I mean, they're going to have to really control the Sooners uh, at the plate. I think they have the pitching to go head-to-head with this lineup, um, but it's going to be one through nine. And then, like I said, there's going to be some girls that come in and pitch hit that can do an amazing job. If they can find a way to slow you down um, at the plate, then they're going to have a chance to win the game. If they allow you to kind of get on some of those momentums that they get on, um, I mean, once they get – there's times where they just get a couple of hits, score one run, the team, the team gets excited, and that excitement just builds and it turns into, a, you know, four, five, six-run inning. If they can keep that from happening, they'll it, – it'll be a, a good series this weekend. Uh, well, I have you. I, I can't not ask. Uh, Clemson's former defensive coordinator, Brent Venables, is now over there, the head coach for the football team. Uh, what's the vibe around the the fan base there uh, with him heading into year two of the football program? Well, honestly, after last season, there is some skepticism, but I think overall, OU fans know what Brent's capable of doing with the defense. They not only had a great recruiting recruiting class this year, they had a great recruiting recruiting class when Brent came in just after being there a month or so. 
And he has also done an amazing job in the portal, especially on the defensive side. I think OU fans expect the defense to improve. If we see an improved defense, I think we'll see improvements in the win column. And I think overall there's a lot of excitement around what's going on with OU football, and especially with the move to the SEC. Uh, it can only go up from last season, obviously. Well, Terry, tell uh, tell our listeners how they can follow you on Twitter and uh, what kind of content you'll be putting out this weekend with the Super Regionals. So um, they can follow me on Twitter at HR Tracker Sports. Um, and I will be tweeting out some maybe on Friday, maybe not as much during the game because I will be at the game. Saturday, um, I'll be at the house probably be tweeting a little bit more. Um, I tweet a lot of stats, uh, try to tweet a lot about what's going on during the game, and uh, we'll try to provide some good information for everyone that's following uh, about both teams. Um, you know, I want to say I'm really impressed with what Clemson has done in such a short time, and I think most OU fans really respect that. I think the Clemson fans that come to the game – they will, they will, they'll see how much OU fans appreciate uh, good plays. If Clemson has a good play, they're going to get an ovation from from the OU fans. Uh, it's not going to be boos and cheers like you might see at some places. I, I think they really do respect what Clemson's done in such a short time. Absolutely, and uh, and looking at your your Twitter page uh, today. I know she got quite the tailgate setup that you do for a lot of the softball games. Uh, what all? Uh, what all you have in that uh, whole tailgate setup? It looked like a smoker, a grill. So we got a smoker, a griddle. Um, I set up a tent. We've got our TV going. Um, unless it's a three-game series, I don't know that we'll do the tailgate this weekend. If we play on Sunday, I will set up, but I don't fly in from back in from Atlanta till ten o'clock. I just won't have time to set up on Friday. And like I said, I won't be able to be there Saturday. But if there's a Sunday game, we'll set up. We'll be going. And we usually uh cooking burgers and pulled pork, giving out free sandwiches. And uh, if there's any Clemson fans coming, I hope they stop by. We're right across from the stadium. You can't miss us. They're welcome to come join us. Maybe watch the start of another Super Regional game and uh, get something to eat. Well, Terry, I appreciate you taking the time, especially being at a at a Braves game. Uh, look forward to following your content this weekend, and uh, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. All right, thanks to Terry for joining the show. Um, really appreciate his insight and makes you that much more excited for this softball series. This is a big-time series. And in this Clemson softball program's few short years, we've seen quite a quite a few big time series here. And this is uh, I don't know, this might be the toughest task yet. Um, the girls got a lot to prove, and it should be a intense series. Before we move on, though, we can't forget our poll of the week. Our poll of the week is posted each week on twitter so if you don't follow nachos analysis on twitter um do so uh it's where we post this each week uh try to get a lot of conversation going on uh and, and you the listener that gets in on twitter 
we'll discuss some of your comments on here. And it's not exactly from this poll question, uh, but a similar tweet, this related, uh, sparked a lot of controversy. And we'll get into some of those comments here in a little bit. But this week's poll of the week is, what is your Clemson versus Oklahoma Super Regional prediction? Um, I saw a similar poll pr- uh, posted earlier this week by an account uh, that has a Oklahoma affiliation. Uh, that one was uh, nowhere near the same results as what we have here. I believe 2% of the voters said that Clemson would win that series. Uh, numbers are a little bit different here. Uh, we got some orange-covered glasses uh, looking at this question, but the options were Oklahoma win the series two, uh, two games to nothing. Oklahoma series taking it. Oklahoma taking the series to three and winning two to one, or Clemson winning the series two zero, or Clemson winning the series two to one. Um, as expected, Clemson winning the series two to nothing uh, was the smallest. Uh, percentage here with 9% of the vote really uh, I don't know it's kind of surprised by 9% of the people getting in on this polls thinking that Clemson can uh, sweep this series but hey um, I'm an optimist person I don't know if I'm that optimist uh, optimistic um, the rest of the answers here um, the winning poll answer is Oklahoma wins uh, in two games Uh, followed by Clemson winning two games to one, then Oklahoma two to one. So we got a lot of optimistic fans here. Um, Let's look at some of the things that people um, had to say here. This is the similar uh, question that I posed on Twitter today, uh, and it rubbed some people the wrong way, but not to be dramatic or anything, but does Clemson softball stand a chance this weekend against Oklahoma? And we got a lot of interaction on this. Uh, some, some short and simple answers like, nope, and that's okay. It was a good year. And Hey, if that's the case, I agree. It's still a solid year for this softball program. Um, we got Johnny carrots checking in. Johnny says, if we can figure out how to score more runs than them, they won't be able to stop us. Otherwise, nope. I respond back with the math is definitely mathing on that one. Key to winning softball, score more runs than the opponent. Um, Jason Priester, friend of the show, friend of the program, friend of nachos and analysis. He gets in and says, puncher's chance, question mark. Um, a lot of comments here basically saying if Clemson wants to win this series, they have to play the best they possibly can. And Oklahoma has to make some mistakes. Um, we got some, uh, some, some quote tweets here. Um, Katie uh, Ravtar, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, Katie, said, uh, did the 1980 USA hockey team have a chance on paper? Question mark. Okay, cool. Let's go shock the world. Bring this type of energy or don't bring any at all. Hashtag why not us. Katie, I'm a Clemson fan. I want this Tigers team to win as much as the next person. I also am allowed to be a fan and throw out a question because there there were some people that were a little upset with me even asking that question. Um, I'm optimistic, but I'm also realistic. Um, this Oklahoma team leads the nation in a lot of categories. 
their their lineup top to bottom better than any other team in the country. Um, I think it's a realistic question to ask, but is that going to stop me from pulling for the Tigers? Am I going to watch every single game? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be glued to the TV starting two o'clock on Friday. Um, so do I think Clemson softball wins this series? No, I do not. But as a fan, like these people have pointed out, crazier things have happened and I'll be rooting for those crazier things. I just do not see it happening. All right, before we get into Clemson baseball, we got to talk about our loyal sponsor from the very beginning, and that is Pump Monkey Septic Service. Pump Monkey Septic Service is owned and operated by Clemson alumni Alan Powell, and he services the upstate area. Um, you don't want to be in a bind. You don't want to be uh, misinformed when you have a septic tank issue. That's just a mess that no one wants to deal with. So, when you need your septic tank pumped, if you think it's time and want to get it checked out and get an estimate, um, trust the, the loyal and trustworthy folks at Pump Monkey Septic Service. Um, Alan does a great job with the social media, the graphics, the, the logo. I'm actually wearing the Pump Monkey shirt right now, right there. Catch them out on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if his merch is for sale yet, but uh, all really cool merch. But Pump Monkey Septic Service, reach out to them. Uh, they're the most loyal septic service here in the upstate. Going to do right by you. Uh, give them a phone call. Shoot them a text uh, at 864-710-2211. Again, 864-710-2211. When the dump's funky. Call Pump Monkey. All right, we're going to keep this week's baseball segment short and sweet because, quite frankly, the tournament's about to start, and I want to sit down and watch it. Um, I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about next week when it comes to regionals. Um, really, I cannot tell you how excited I am to have regionals back in Clemson, South Carolina. It's been far too long. Uh, but we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're going to talk briefly about this UNC series and a little bit about the tournament. Next week, we'll do a full breakdown of the the seating and who Clemson is hosting uh, in their regional. And hopefully, like, I, like I'm thinking, um, our super regional, the Tigers do so well to uh, win their regional. Uh, but this team has not slowed down. It wins its seventh consecutive ACC series. Uh, they defeat the Tar Heels this weekend. It's their third consecutive sweep in conference play. Um, this team is on fire. They're the hottest team in the country right now. And that goes back to what I talked about in the opening there. On paper, this game tonight for me, but... Yesterday, for those of you listening, as this drops on Thursday, this game against Virginia Tech, it may not mean anything on paper, but it means a lot to this staff and this team. Because um, if you overlook games like this, you get out of your rhythm, 
you look ahead, that's not what teams that are on a streak like what Clemson is on right now do. That's not how they think. Uh, this this team is going to take this game seriously just like it does every other midweek game. Um, and that's kind of how I'm looking at this game as well. But I'm getting ahead of myself here with the ACC tournament. Tigers win three games there this weekend at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, the final regular season series at Clemson. Uh, like I said, it was packed. There were a ton of people out there. It was hard to get tickets. Um, Friday, or excuse me, I got my days mixed up here on my, my chart. This was a Thursday through Saturday series. Thursday, the Tigers win 14-7. to Saturday, 5-4. to And what was a crazy ending... Um, I've heard some people throw out some other terms. I'm going to call it Twilight Sky. The Tigers dropped three pop flies in, was it the bottom of the, bottom of the eighth, bottom of the ninth, top of the ninth, excuse me, top of the eighth or top of the ninth, uh, to allow a run to score to make that game a little bit, uh, closer than you would have liked. Um, I, I knew something was up when Wright came running from, past third base for a, a pop fly and ended up literally almost all the way to home plate. Then you have another one there in the infield and then another one out in the outfield. And you're like, what is going on here? And the, the players were just losing it. Coach Backage speaked on it after the game. He said it was something that Coach Leggett had kind of pointed out to him. Uh, that about for about a 15 to 20 minute period every single day when the cloud structure is just right with the twilight sky, that bluish gray color, you just flat out lose the ball. Uh, where I sit out in right field, I, I half the time I can't ever see the ball. But speaking with some people who sit behind home plate, they said from the time that it went off his bat, they couldn't see the ball either. Which, if you're out there in the outfield and you ain't got a clue where the ball's going, I've never been hit with a ball quite like that. I mean, I've been hit by pitches before, but to be out there looking for a pop fly and have no clue where it's at could potentially hit you. Um, but the Tigers rebound, get out of that game, win 5-4. to four. Uh, Then they wrap up the series on Saturday uh, with a 3-1 to one victory. Um, it felt nice. Tigers... Um, in the regular season in a big way. Uh, I talked a few episodes back. I felt like this team had turned a corner, but I was hesitant to get my hopes up. This team means business. This isn't just a flash in the pan. They've, they've strung together wins, series victories, sweeps over the last two months and went from unranked seller of the ACC in the basement to about to get a top eight national seed to the NCAA tournament. The work that this team and this coaching staff has done, the, the faith they've had in each other, the fun they've been having, this team is so fun to watch. They're having fun while they're winning, and... I think that to, to steal from Dabo, the best is yet to come. The regular season may be over, but 
Wednesday, postseason begins. Tigers got two um, two definite games in Virginia Tech and Boston College. Boston College defeated Virginia Tech on Tuesday, making the Boston College game on Friday uh, the game to win. This is not how Eric Backage wants to hear it. This is not something he's going to say. The Tigers can't afford to lose to Virginia Tech. Do you want that? Absolutely not. All right, but that is the way it is. It's virtually a meaningless game. The game that means everything, the game against Boston College. Um, whoever wins that game advances from pool play to play in the semifinals. Uh, with a chance to play for the ACC championship this weekend. So um, a big weekend for Clemson baseball. Uh, Like I said, this team doesn't have anything left to prove, in my opinion, to the selection committee. I think they've wrapped up a national seed to host all the way through Super Regionals. But I'm excited to see the damage they can do uh, because if they play in this tournament like they have these last two months, uh, watch out Wake Forest. The Tigers could have taken two of those three games against Wake Forest before this streak got going. Um, They didn't. But with the way this team is playing right now, we could be talking ACC championship. Coach Monty Lee did it in his first year. If I'm not mistaken, Coach Leggett did it in his first year. I'm all in favor of Coach Backage keeping with tradition. So this time next week, we will be talking more postseason baseball. We'll review the Super Regionals out in Norman, Oklahoma. But regardless, it is a big weekend for Clemson on the diamond, whether we're talking baseball or softball. But Tiger fans, enjoy the ACC tournament. Enjoy the Super Regionals. Join me next week, and we'll talk some ball. Peace. 